Oh, I listened to several podcasts oh, good. to prepare. Okay, good. So you're prepared. Because <laughs> once Chris was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm not coming. I was like, <laughs> I feel like this was orchestrated. No, it wasn't orchestrated. Yeah, I had a question because you were like, it's going to be one of the reads. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, which one? How did that conversation go? <laughs> Hey there, Christ City Church. Chaz here. This is perhaps long overdue, but we are finally back with more episodes of the Christ City Cast. It's been a while since we've released one of these, so let me remind you what these episodes are intended to be all about. Our hope is to share various stories from within our faith family from men and women whom you know, and to varying degrees share life with. If you've called Christ City Church home for any amount of time, I assume that means you want to develop and cultivate rich and intimate community, meaningful community, by knowing one another and being known by one another. And so sharing stories is a great way to do just that. And so often, the ordinary work of God's people, the everyday gospel ministry that takes place Monday through Saturday, just gets overlooked. And so we want to highlight some of these stories on these podcast episodes from ordinary men and women just like you following Jesus together in their everyday roles and relationships. Today's episode is with Laura Reed where we talk about the awkwardness of church shopping, the challenge of walking through disappointment, and the joys of parenting. Thanks for joining the conversation. Welcome to the Christ City Podcast. This is Christine. I'm here with Chaz. Hello. And today our guest is Laura Reed. Hi. Hi. (laughs) We're so excited (laughs) to have you. So we're excited to get to know you more. I know you a little bit, but, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but um, yeah, we'll just kind of have a conversation like we're sitting down for coffee. I know you brought some sparkling water, but, you know, (laughs) but first off, we just kind of want to know a little bit like... How your upbringing, how you ended up in Dallas, Christ City, kind of just your little backstory. Okay. Um, well, I am originally from Oklahoma um, and met Chris at the University of Oklahoma. Um, <clears throat> and um, anyways, from there, we, um, we got married, we had Lexi, and um, moved around a bit. We were in Arkansas and South Texas. Um, and yeah, I feel like I could make this story really long, but- um, It's okay, take, <laughs> take your time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, well, I guess I'll start from, from Houston. So we, um, we lived in Katy, and um, we were there for four years, and were y'all in, involved in a church plant there? So somehow? we were. We were in an mm-hmm. Acts twenty nine church plant. Mm. Um, yeah. If that helps you get to mm-hmm. why we're here now. No, I, I was mainly <laughs> just asking because I was just curious how that season was being in a church plant that didn't it right. I don't want to say it oh. in a bad way, but it didn't go very well, right, or something um, like. So. Yes, ultimately it didn't go very well. Um, 
so before we were in Katie, we um, were in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and um, we were involved in like a little church there. I wouldn't call it little. It was like a relatively large church there, um, but they had a very unique vision, and it was really different from anything I had ever grown up with and mm. probably anything Chris had ever grown up with, honestly. Um, it was super intriguing. Um, and I think from there we kind of realized like we like places that look different than what we were originally from. Mm-hmm. And so whenever we moved to Katy, um, we were visiting churches. It was honestly kind of a miserable time because mm-hmm. I was – 14 weeks pregnant, 12 weeks pregnant, mm-hmm. somewhere in there, whenever we moved. And, you know, the heat and of summer. Houston. And it's Houston. Yeah. And you're miserable. Just, you're and like, you don't I'm in Texas, but it's not as good as I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, it was really hard. Um, and so we found two churches that we really liked. Um, one was Houston's First Baptist Church. Hmm. So like super, super large. Yeah, I bet. Very, very much more like what we had grown up with. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was kind of comfortable. That and you can sort of blend in. Mm -hmm. Um, And we didn't know anyone, you know. And so um, our other church that we visited that we liked um, was this tiny little church plant in Katy called Cross Community Church. And... The first day we went, I think we went to lunch with, like, another family Mm -hmm. after. That ended up being, like, some of our best friends. And they were loud. They were just, like, so friendly, (laughs) so, like, engaging, Mm. wanted to hang out with us. And I was like, hey, this is what I need. Um, Yeah. And so we ultimately decided to go there and we built great community, Mm. like really fantastic community. Um, Still friends with like most of those people. Um, But yeah, things ended really poorly, like right before we left. Um, So we left in May, at the end of May. And in February, our church closed. Mm. Oh, the church closed before you moved. They did. Oh, yeah. And so it was that. really weird because yeah. like we knew we were moving. Um, and so there's no, like no reason to find another church, but we didn't just want to not go to church. Yeah. yeah. So we basically like visited churches with our friends while they were visiting churches, which was really interesting. I bet yeah. that was an interesting yeah. experience. Yeah. And it's a weird perspective. Like mm-hmm. also to I, have like I have no wild plan to come here. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Again, but I'm gonna go. See what I, like I got, There like. was actually a church that I really liked yeah. that we visited. Um, but it was also interesting to see like the wildly different opinions on churches that people have. Yeah. And so like the church I liked, some of my friends would be like, Oh no, I really didn't like that place mm. because of blah blah blah. Um That's interesting. I don't guess I ever heard that part of the story. That that probably gives you and Chris, kind of a unique perspective on just... Well, then we got to come here and look for a church. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, ultimately you had yeah. to do it anyways, but I just, yeah. it was kind of, I don't guess I ever realized there was like this limbo period. There was. Yeah. 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 And it was 
it was really hard for several of my friends. Um, I personally wasn't like hurt over anything, um, but a couple of them were really, really hurt mm. by things that had happened. Mm. Um, and so like semi walking through that with them, but also like piecing out and moving. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was hard. What are the motivations behind all these moves? <laughs> okay, so the move from um, Oklahoma to Fayetteville was Chris going to grad school. Okay. Um, and that was Chris hating his job in okay. Oklahoma. Okay. Um, and honestly, I think both of us just kind of wanted to get out and yeah. do something different. Um, and so then he got a job after grad school, which was only 18 months um, in Houston. Mm -hmm. And then the move from Houston to Dallas, we would have really preferred that it had happened sooner. Yeah. <laughs> um, because we hated it. Mm. Um, although it ended up being super bittersweet because right. loved my Fish community friends, yeah. and like ended up being way more sad than I thought I was going to be mm. to leave them. But yeah, that's kind of that. Okay. The move to Dallas wasn't for a job. Um, that is an interesting one. Part of the reason that we didn't move earlier was we were in the middle of the adoption process. Mm. And that would have prolonged everything. Gotcha. We would have had to add another home study. Mm -hmm. um, and then at some point before we moved, I guess it was like the beginning of the year that we did move. Um, they were kind of like, you know, if you guys, if you guys want to move, now's a good time. Mm, okay. So we went for it. to a few different churches you've done the visiting churches things and you're you know trying to assess what was it what's that like when you actually come to a place where you're like hoping to stay for a while did it did you like learn stuff in that process and not in the sense of like let's judge a book by its cover of like oh I like this music I don't like this like what mm -hmm. were you looking for I think that the more you've done it, the more you kind of narrow down what's important to you. Mm -hmm. um, whenever we were in Arkansas and we were looking for a church, we knew that there was a deadline on it. Mm -hmm. um, and to be fair, like we tried to get plugged in. Well, we probably didn't try as hard as we could have mm -hmm. tried. Um, and so we just got to enjoy like being a part of a church with a sort of unique vision mm -hmm. and enjoying the way that they implemented things. Um, but like at that place, Chris particularly did not care for the music. <laughs> um, and I think that he would even tell you that like his perspective on that has shifted mm -hmm. a lot. Um, he used to be very much about like, if you're gonna do it, you need to do it right. It needs to be excellent. You need to put in all of the work and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, like it doesn't you're, happen here. You're looking at Chaz while you're saying that. <laughs> well, 
that has changed. Um, but that's not to say anything negative about you, Chaz. No, I, I didn't take it that way. I was just he participates laughing. in the music, yeah. so he's he does. clearly on he board. loves playing yeah. with you, Chaz. Yeah. Yeah. You're a fantastic musician, so he loves it. Um, but I'll tell you what changed his mind on that more than anything having children <laughs> he realized when he had children oh this is why we can't have nice things potentially <laughs> the more children you add the harder it gets yeah the older they get the harder it gets for sure yeah um but no moving here i actually was the one that was super hesitant about christ city just because how small mm-hmm. it was and i remember telling chris the exact same thing is going to happen at this church, and then we're just going to have to find another one. Uh. Yeah. I don't want to have to do that. And um, hmm. Oh, because of Katie. It scared yeah. you that you uh, yes. just have to do I that all over. I was afraid it was really going to happen. To people. I don't yeah. guess yeah. I ever really put that together, two and two together, in that way either. Well, and all of my friends and Katie that were looking for churches after the church closed, mm-hmm. um, they all went to different churches. Like they didn't stay together. Hmm. And to me that was like, Oh, that would be so heartbreaking if I was still here to not be with the people that I've created this tight knit community with. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was super hesitant about Christ city. We tried another larger out. church here. <laughs> this is an interrogation. A, yeah, no. <laughs> it's funny because it feels like we're always picking between like this giant mm-hmm. mega church yeah. and this tiny little church. Yeah. Um, and we always go with the tiny church, but it takes me a while to agree to it. So, yeah, we we had been looking at at a much larger church and ultimately felt like we were just sort of blending in and not creating community and we were going to have a hard time serving. And so um, ended up here and ended up loving it, but it took some time. Well, thanks for being honest (laughs) about the process. At least there's a happy ending. Yeah, for sure. I mean, no church is perfect, whether big or small. They're all going to have issues, but yeah. It is what you make of it. I'm sure y'all know that. It's what you put into it yes. as well. Yeah. So. And it's just nice to be in a place where you're known. Mm. Yes. Like, you're not going to hide here. Yeah. You can very easily hide at, say, a watermark mm-hmm. or, yeah. Yeah. So For sure. Yeah. Well, cool. <laughs> How long ago was that then that you came here? Uh, 2017. Okay. Which is, is that four years now? Four Mm -hmm. years. Four years. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We've lived here as long as we had lived in Katy, which felt like forever. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's Okay. Okay. That's good. Yeah. And have three girls. Three girls. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Middle school, elementary, toddler. (laughs) You like being a girl mom? (laughs) Um, yes. <laughs> Originally wasn't the plan. Yeah. <laughs> um, I told you, you know, that we had been in the Adopt- adoption yes. process. Um, and I that think- ended up falling through. Okay. I was going to ask if you were comfortable talking about that. I a bit. am comfortable talking okay. about it. Um, it still feels like a wound, mm-hmm. but, um, that's, I'm, I'm totally okay. Yeah, it's totally up to you. It, uh, that happened, well, 
at the end of 2018. So we had been here for like a year and a half whenever it all fell apart. Mm -hmm. um, that was probably the roughest period we've mm. experienced so far as a married couple. Yeah. Um, because it wasn't just us, it was our kids. And mm -hmm. to us, it felt like, it felt like everybody that had invested in us and been a part of our story, it was falling apart for them too. Um, and so, yeah, it was really hard. Yeah. But I think it was the right decision. Mm -hmm. um, we just still aren't exactly sure why yeah. God led us down that path. hard to like I think we have this tendency to want to try to justify everything or like to look back and be like oh this is why you know uh -huh. like cause, you know we all do that when we look back on our life I like, oh I see why the Lord did this or something yeah I have the tendency to want to see where like God led us in one direction and then fulfilled on it mm -hmm. um, and I think that the fulfillment on it is my idea of what that fulfillment looks like and not necessarily what he had for me in it mm -hmm. and so that's something that I'm still kind of wrestling with yeah but ultimately it led us to having Goldie yeah and so, yeah I was gonna ask yeah do you feel like maybe <clears throat> do you feel like that season you know you said that was one of the hardest seasons in your marriage mm -hmm. and you know as a as a whole family because I know Kate and Lexi were real affected by it too yeah. do you feel like there's a sense in which you know obviously it was painful, but do you think you all, as you as a family, kind of came out the other side stronger in some way? Yes. Like to, you know, together, and you I, and Chris especially. Like I think Chris and I especially came out stronger. Um, there was a there was a couple rough patches in there where we didn't necessarily line up. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> you mean a husband and wife disagree? Oh my gosh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, and we we have always had um, a difficult time communicating, and it's obviously gotten better the mm -hmm. longer we've been married. Um, but yeah, I would say we weren't communicating effectively during the period between deciding to stop the adoption and deciding to have another baby mm -hmm. and so there was there was like a disconnect there and mm -hmm. some frustration and on both of our parts and I think that like a lot of that was just like also like it was a really deep wound yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. and so yeah. there was a lot of grief yeah and I tend to Chris tends to me whenever I'm grieving um and then he grieves like it's usually we're not doing it at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so to me, I'm not done with it, but like I'm past the point where I'm ready to make a decision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he's just to the point where he started grieving mm -hmm. something. And yeah. so that was probably yeah. where things went, went poorly. <laughs> <laughs> we did, we ended up uh, 
we got pregnant with Goldie like very quickly mm. after that. So it was really fun to tell the girls yeah. that we were pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Especially Lexi because yeah. she had been waiting for such a long time for a mm. little brother. Aww. And it was really funny because she was like, oh, is it a boy or a girl? We were like, we're not going to find <laughs> out. <laughs> That's yeah. Funny. <laughs> yeah. So they didn't find out until they came to the hospital to see Goldie. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Yeah, that is really cute. So what is it like to have, I mean, I, you know, we've talked a little bit about this um, in our gospel community, but I'm wondering if you want to share, I mean, you have a daughter in middle school now. Like, I do. What's it like mm-hmm. to be, I mean, at this point, y'all are, y'all are the senior parents, at our church, essentially, as far as well, that's I mean, super techni- weird. <laughs> techni- I mean, technically, Bree's the oldest, but like y'all, you know, in some ways, like y'all, n- you know, not mm. including Bree. So it, y'all are like the oldest, in a sense. Yeah, that's really strange. Just because I feel <laughs> so young, mm. um, but that's always been that way. Like I've really? always felt really young because we had Lexi so young. Yeah. And so it's actually always been like really weird for me. I'm just now kind of more comfortable, I guess, because I'm in my Mm thirties being the mom of like an older kid. Cause everybody was always like in their thirties or in their Mm forties. And I was like 24. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) You just feel like the baby, like you're not respected. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's good now. I I don't necessarily feel that way anymore. And especially now that I have like younger kids, mm-hmm. I'm no longer the young mom for those kids. Yeah. And so I don't know. I feel I feel a little bit wiser. We'll, <laughs> I'm sure we'll you say are. <laughs> that. I don't know if I really am, but no, I mean, I, I've, I mean, you know, Amber and I have told y'all this. I mean, we really respect y'all as parents and how y'all, you know, raise your family. Like we, we think y'all do a really good job. Um, Thank you. And I've also noticed though that you and Chris, I think, also kind of take pride in, um, in a good way. Like I think y'all do. Maybe y'all don't see your. Maybe y'all aren't self aware of this, mm-hmm. but I do think y'all enjoy helping young parents. Like I think y'all have taken a posture with different people that have had kids in our church recently. Like, I think that is something, whether y'all do it on purpose or not, maybe you do, maybe you don't, but I've noticed that y'all tend to be like, Oh, well here, well, let's take you under our wing for a little bit. We really you know, <laughs> want to show you the ropes in a good way. Like yeah. not in like a, we know everything or mm-hmm. nothing like that. I just totally know where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's great. Yeah. Yeah, we all we all need people like that to like who've been there before to help us along. But, well, and it's just it's a hard spot to be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I right. was you know like the first one of my right. friends to have kids, and right. I sort of had to figure it out on the fly. Right. Um, yeah. That's fine. I yeah. just asked a lot of questions to my parents and in laws, yeah. but you know. It was fun when my kids started, or my kids, when my friends started having kids, because mm-hmm. I finally felt like they were in the same spot as me. Yeah, but I would agree with that. I, I would like for that to be, like, not my ministry, but, but a way that I serve. But it is a ministry. It is a way to I guess m- it minister. Is, but- you know, I mean, it. Uh, 
whether it's official or not is, you know, doesn't matter, right? You can still have that as something that you give and you serve and it's a gifting that, I mean, because like the reality is, is like, you know, lots of parents of children, even as their children get older and they kind of feel like, oh, I kind of, I kind of know a little bit about this. Don't all feel compelled or feel, um, even don't even desire to like then somehow maybe give that back to new parents as they're kind of coming up, you know, like, I mean, you know, I don't, not all new parents want it. <laughs> well, I mean, and that's, that's true too. Not all new parents necessarily want it, but I mean, I think there's, a, there's space for that. And I think it's a good, it's a good way to serve. And especially if, um, yeah, I mean, I, I again, I think you and Chris just kind of naturally have, uh, you're the heart of your family is just, um, you know, very open and, uh, caring and giving anyway. So, I mean, it just makes sense that y'all would do that. So, um, Anyways, I, I've just noticed it, so I think it's good. Well, now you've said it on the podcast, too, yeah. so all, all the new parents are going to come to right. you. Just, yeah. Come on over. Uh, yeah. We'll leave their contact info in right. the show notes. Yeah. Just uh, and, at the uh, end, like, where can people yeah. find you? Yeah. <laughs> just listen for the screaming child. Right. Right, right, right. That's funny. So yeah, I was going to ask, how is it um, for you and Chris and Lexi and Goldie and Kate right now? Um, we're kind of getting towards the end here. So um, what is the season of life like for y'all as a family? How, you know, I've, I've asked this question a couple different ways, but like, where do you see Jesus right now? Or another way you might phrase it is where do you kind of see um the need for Jesus right now in y'all's season of life. So like you may just have your finger on, oh man, the Lord's just been so gracious in this way recently and I'm just really thankful. Or there may be like a struggle or something that you're like, man, really need to see Jesus. In the, you know? <laughs> and it could be both, you know, but um, just kind of how has this last little bit, um, how's your walk with God been? And it, you know, it could just be you, a personal thing for you too. It doesn't have to be for the whole family, but. Well, I think it's both. Um, Lexi has just like blossomed into this super awesome older kid. And I have really enjoyed getting to see the Lord move in her, um, which is super encouraging to me. Do you feel like your kids outpace you? They like get it. They run ahead Actually, of you. Actually, always. I mm. always feel like and they you're do. Like, oh, okay. You're you're this old now. <laughs> I need is, to start. Yeah. I'm like still treating you as yes. if you were this old. <laughs> yeah. How old's yes. Lexi now? Okay, Lexi is 11. Okay. Um, she's in sixth grade. Yes. She is. Um, that's really funny. I have been reading a book called The Highly Sensitive Child because mm. Lexi is highly sensitive. Okay. Trying to figure out how to parent her a little mm. bit better. Um, and it just describes her so well. But it's been super sweet. Like seeing all of these things confirmed in her that I knew about her. Um, like she's always the kid that's like looking for somebody that's left out. Mm. Um, 
So she loves people in that way. Our first interaction with you, that was it. It was Lexi wanting to be friends with Brie, and that was what we were like. Lexi still loves Brie. We were like, so we have much. to get these people to come to our church. <laughs> <laughs> That's she is just so fun. Like one of the um, one of the girls that sits with them at lunch. That's like a part of their friend group. Um, it Lexi found her on like the second week of school. Like she was sitting alone at lunch, and she invited her over to sit with them. And they're just like. Yeah. Makes me radiate with yeah. joy. I'm like so proud of her. Also, it, um, you know, might show me some some spots in my own life where I'm not doing that. Um, they just, you know, they're kids and so they make mistakes, but they're so easy to forgive. Mm-hmm. Like I have to apologize to them all the time. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just feel like they're constantly pointing me back and definitely in like the last year or two with Chris, like I've seen uh, a lot of growth in Chris, which also. (laughs) Are you about to, (laughs) does your husband outpace you? I think my husband (laughs) outpaces me. Um, (laughs) You're like, oh, you're all grown up now, Chris. Which is great. (laughs) I like having husbands and wives on here separately where they just call each other out. (laughs) I'm going to not call them out. Mostly encourage each other. (laughs) Yeah, no. um, I don't know. It's just been, it's been really, it's been a sweet season of life. I mean, y'all. It's also some, been a really yeah, hard. Say, y'all had some season. hard stuff like last summer. I know it was not particularly fun. Mm. Having Goldie, probably Goldie's first year of life was super difficult, mm-hmm. super difficult for me, particularly because it was during COVID, yeah. um, and so you are already feeling isolated, anyways. Mm-hmm. You're a new mom to a third baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. You feel like you can't leave the house, and then you really can't leave the house because mm-hmm. it's COVID. Um, and so that was that was pretty difficult, and navigating school with the girls and online. Um, I thought I was gonna pull my hair out during like the first week of school. Yeah. I remember everybody crying one day, like literally all of us were crying except for Chris, who I'm sure was like in his room, like I'm not coming out. <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with this. <laughs> um, but that that calmed down a little bit. I wouldn't necessarily say I gained any patience from that, but (laughs) I maybe did recognize that their teachers do a bit more than I potentially give them credit for. Um, I also totally just like stuck Kate in a room as a first grader on virtual school and closed the door and was like, I'm sorry, Miss Marquez. Bye. I'm not coming <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> Good Kate, luck. Kate will figure it out. Mute yeah. her if you can. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, also I think the beginning of school is just really difficult for us. Yeah. The beginning of the school year. Yes. Yeah. The beginning oh, of the school year. just getting used to the rhythm again, like the pace of yeah. it. Yeah, and I mean, it's kind of like kindergarten for little kids. Like you have like a month period where everything feels like it's going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. They're um, just really tired and cranky oh all the time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Like they've been holding it in all day long and then they get home and it explodes on you. Yeah. Um, so we kind of experienced that with sixth grade. Hmm. Um, 
Blexi doesn't do change super well. Although to give her credit, she's totally killing it now. She's doing great. Um, but it was pretty rough there yeah. at the beginning of sixth grade. And so I don't know. It's just been a lot of like up and down periods and that's, that's okay. That's what I've come to expect. Yeah. From life. yeah, yeah. I was going to say that's just life. Yeah. 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 We all have our ways of coping or adjusting or, you know, just and it's praying it's, and yeah, exactly. Going in a quiet it room has been escaping. particularly this year. Um, and I don't know why it took this long. I'm not, a, I'm not very good at praying. Mm. Um, at praying? Is that what you said? At praying. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I'm not very good at praying, I should say. It's not necessarily true. But um, I'm not good at staying on task when I pray. Mm. And so I'll start praying and then like a minute and 10 seconds in, I'm praying about something and I get distracted by that thought and then it's the prayers over mm -hmm. and I forgot what I'm talking about. Um, and I've been praying a lot recently. That's great. Well, that's um, yeah. <laughs> just with every, all the changes happening and you know, the girls getting older. Um, and it's been really cool because like we, I pray in the car with the girls mm. a lot. Like they instigate a lot of it or they ask me to pray for them. And so it's just been really sweet. Yeah. That's yeah. really good. And I also, I, <laughs> so we always did this, like whenever, you know, the girls pray every night before bed. Um, but whenever they're little, you pray for them. Mm -hmm. And so I always pray for Goldie before she goes to sleep. And, uh, so now Goldie doesn't want me to pray ever because that means that it's time for her to go to bed. Oh. Uh, so she's my one that doesn't want me to pray, but everybody else does. She just associates that. Yeah. With yeah. Time. I'm yeah. like, okay, are you ready for mommy to pray? No, mm -hmm. no yeah. pray. Yeah. <laughs> that just means bedtime. That's really uh, funny. That's yeah. Funny. That's how, uh, we're, we're kind of worried about that with Bree sometimes. Not about with praying, but with reading the Bible. Cause we read the Bible with Brianna every night. Yeah. Whatever ritual you have right so before bed. So now she yeah. associates the reading the Bible <laughs> Yeah. as like going to bed so she's like nah no bible no layer. Bible. Yeah, yeah. Like, bible layer bible, bible layer. layer we're like no we gotta read it now yeah. <laughs> i should totally do things in the morning like right. before they go Apparently. to school yeah but you know it's hard then they'll be like yeah we let's do this that. we don't want to go to school we tried let's that do this for a little while with brie we would amber and i would get up and we would have like a little like family devotional time at the breakfast table before school and mm -hmm. we were able to pull that off for i think about six months one year that's but, impressive. But that was like, this was a long time ago. Mm. Um, and I don't know what changed in our life, but there's no way that we could do that at this right now. Oh, no. It would be too difficult. I'm, I barely get up to like do Kate's hair, <laughs> yeah. much less anything else. And it's really like rolling out of bed, doing it, and then telling them have a good day and going back to bed before <laughs> yeah. they've even left. So that's so you great. you could do with Goldie. <laughs> Yep. That will be me as a mom. It's like waking up, sending them off. Yes. And like I'm going back to bed for three hours. So. <laughs> Thank you. Anything mm -hmm. else, Christine? Mm. Well, I just thought back to prayer. I was like, that's, mm -hmm. it is kind of nice when you realize you're like, oh, when my life is chaos, that's when <laughs> I yes. really need to yes. talk to the Lord. For me, it's like a lot of like little prayers throughout the day. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. with you. I'm not good at just like sitting down and doing it, but like it has been really cool to like, almost feel like you're just like kind of have an ongoing conversation with God. Yeah. You know? 
Well, um, we went well over our time, um, but anyways, uh, good. You can you can edit some of that out. <laughs> this, this was all gold. <laughs> Feel free to. It's all very relevant. Cut. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> so I was saying we don't really edit a lot of stuff out. I actually do. I usually okay, edit. Okay. I usually pair them back quite a bit. You so do. like I'll you know. Um, I'll always listen and be like, oh, you, man, you he took out a lot of what I said. <laughs> Um, I mean, it just I feels like I was anything. talking so much, which I well, recognize you are as the part person of the we are interviewing. Yeah. Yes, right. but yeah, it's mostly you. Mm-hmm. We'll just take every question now, and it'll just and be thirty minutes just of you just monologuing. monologuing. Yeah. Hello, yeah. Christ City. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, thank you, Laura. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, it's nice to have you on, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the Christ City Cast. You know, today we talked quite a bit about parenting, so I want to make sure I remind you to register for the Parenting Together mini conference that we're hosting on Friday, January 28th, and Saturday, January 29th. You can find all the details about it on our website, so just go to ChristCity.life and all the information will be there. You'll see it pop up on the screen, and be sure to register. Thanks again to Laura for sitting down and being so candid and vulnerable for us during this conversation. Thank you to Young Oceans, who provide all of the music for these episodes. And if you would like to share a little bit about your story in a future episode, be sure to find me, and we'll make sure we set aside time to have that conversation. Thanks. See you next time.